0: You are listening to Sleeps, a podcast created by creative people for putting creative people to sleep. It's like clockwork. Around the same time each day, it's the last thing I want to do, but if I put it off any longer, I know there will be a buildup of resentment. I'm thankful that my stomach is full and I don't have to chop onions, slice raw chicken, or sharpen knives. But those onions are just the smoking gun of the catalyst to my demise. There, sitting on the table in front of me, are hints of what horror awaits me. Two plates that once contained mushu chicken. If you've never had mushu chicken before, it essentially is cabbage and chicken, served with flatbread like pancakes. You put the mixture of heaven into each pancake, maybe add some hoisin sauce, and roll it into a burrito. Do yourself a favor and call your local Chinese restaurant and order takeout for your next meal. Don't bother making it yourself unless you want the same fate I have to endure. I start by taking a deep breath, and I turn to the one that has created the torture chamber waiting for me and say, You done? With a nod received, I pause the TV. Stand up and pick up the two plates in front of me. I start walking with both plates in hand, imagining what it would be like if things were different. But alas, a bad omen presents itself in the form of a fork on one of the plates sliding off. It bounces, twice, finding a new home on the rug. Good thing I have a rug with dark abstract patterns. For the hoisin sauce has made its way strategically over the pattern. Even so, that hoisin sauce has no chance. As I suspected, I hear the sound of four paws thumping to the ground. Emerging from the hallway is the hound we call Peanut. She has defeated the enemy in just four fell swoops of the tongue. If only, I think to myself, if only it was that easy for me. I have a few more steps to take before I enter the danger zone. I wish each step could be a marathon preventing me from reaching the finish line of the worst time ever. I cannot prevent what I'm about to encounter, as it's already occurred. Should I just walk away and treat it as Schrodinger's cat theory? No, I must face my demons, and here I am. I have made it to the point of no return. Just as I had been bracing for. This kitchen I once knew and loved is no longer what it once was. No, it now is but a war zone. This all based on the silent agreement of, you cook, I clean. As my eyes widen, almost as if I've gained muscle memory from this constant occurrence, I gaze in dismay upon the grease-covered counter. From this angle, the light hits as if it's mocking me. I decide this is where I will start. I take my first step, and I feel what would be the grains that line the beaches of hell beneath my feet. Salt. Salt's so fine, it's made its way into every indent in the floor. No baseboard is safe either. How could salt make such a journey to this part of the kitchen, I ask myself. I realize this is just the beginning of this expedition. I place the dirtied plates still in my hand on the kitchen table, and vow I will deal with them later. Quickly I heed for the broom closet. Each step is salty as the last. I begin to sweep into a pile. For a second the pile almost looks innocent, like a delicate morning snow. I shake away this notion as the salt's plan to brainwash me is starting to take effect. I take my last broom stroke against the floor, and as predicted, the worst happens. Behind the broom pulls a wet streak, the bristle of the broom now rendered useless. It was with me until the end, but could not hang on any longer. Like any brave soldier deserves, I put the broom back to rest with its comrades in the shallow grave of the broom closet. Curse this wet streak, for how am I going to sweep the salts into the dustpan? Ah yes, the hand vacuum. I reach under the sink only to realize it has not been charged. No matter, this will not crush my spirits. I will charge it until it is ready to continue this mission with me. I mustn't dwell on the pile of salt. I will set out to do what I was supposed to do in the first place. The grease on the counter. This counter was not furnished for this. Granite is no stranger to liquid, but left too long with its porous nature could be disastrous. I look under the sink for any spray cleaner I can obtain only to find a Windex bottle with but one drop left for dead. I feel a connection to the spray bottle as we both share something in common. Hope. One day this bottle could become a hairbrush or a tennis racket. Even some famous clothing lines are using recycled plastics as materials nowadays. I too hope that I will overcome what has become my fate. I say my farewell to my new dear friend and lay him to rest in the recycling bin. I must trudge forward and figure out how I will clean up the grease alone. I have already lost two on this journey. How much more can I lose? Just as I think this, I go to reach for a paper towel. What's left behind is the lifeless, empty roll. This truly has turned into a graveyard of the ones that have been taken too early. As sad as it is, however, the circle of life will continue as I replace the paper towel with a new one. I try to think happy thoughts of what once was. Crafting my first mushu pancake that very same night. Delicately spooning the mixture into the thin pancake that encompasses my hand. And then comes that first bite. The mixture spilling out from the sides of my mouth as it gracefully lands upon my plate. Poison sauce mixing with the liquid from the cabbage creating a warm sweet broth. Crunchy cabbage mixed with the thin marinated pieces of chicken, all held together in that soft and thin encasing. My calming thoughts are disrupted as I spot the hound, Peanut, licking the pile of salt I had abandoned prior. Peanut, no, I say. She doesn't like it anyway and retreats out of the kitchen. I wish dogs could help clean they'd be so cute scrubbing with their little paws. Okay, okay, I must get this grease off the counter. I look back under my sink for any kind of life. A glimmer of hope. Behind the dishwasher pods, I spot an all-purpose cleaner. I praise it for coming to my rescue, and I begin spraying the counter. I wipe with the newly resurrected paper towels. All is going according to plan. I crumple each used paper towel, brittled with an orangish-colored grease, and triumphantly throw them into the green bin. I really should invest in some heavy-duty dishcloths to cut down on waste. Next time I'm at the store perhaps. My next challenge I face is the sink. The cutting board contaminated with chicken liquids standing upright, an assortment of knives in a mixing bowl. I begin with rinsing off the cutting board. What arises I only should have expected. A cesspool of chopped cabbage and onion skins litter the drain, creating a flood only the Hoover Dam could withstand. I must act quickly. I take my hand and reach into the drain, excreting the blockage single-handedly. What once seemed like the impossible, I have accomplished. I exert a sigh of relief. The possibly most disgusting time of this process has passed. Back to the cutting board. I rinse and place it into the dishwasher. Opening the dishwasher, I realize I have created a seminella trap just waiting for its next victim to happen upon it. Now where did I put that all-purpose cleaner? Ah, yes, back under the sink. I blindly open the cabinet under the sink, only to realize I have just contaminated the handle as well. I tried so hard, but by consciously trying to avoid it, I am becoming what I feared most, the messmaker. I must stop this vicious cycle before it gets too far. I turn on the tap, also contaminating it, and wash my hands vigorously with the antibacterial soap on the grease-free counter. With my newly cleaned hands, cleaned from salmonella and guilt, I backtrack to the dishwasher handle, the under-the-sink handle, and the tap, and clean with vigor. I keep the dishwasher with its fresh handle open, because I know I need to put more dishes inside of it. I have a feeling of true accomplishment. I have defeated the beast I have created. However, the sink battle is not over. Still remaining is the assortment of knives in the mixing bowl. I will start with what seems like the easiest, the knives. These are fancy, expensive knives, so they must be hand-washed. I have a scrub brush and dish liquid in hand as I begin to carefully scrub each side of the paring knife blade I have chosen to clean first. I wipe the blade dry on my shirt because it's most convenient and return it to the block where it once resided. Next the chef's knife. This one is particularly hard to clean as there is a dried dark substance on it. I suspect the chicken marinade is responsible for this. I scrub and scrub and scrub and scrub and scrub. Suddenly I hear what sounds like the dishes clanging together. I turn around quickly and see the hound has returned to avenge the dishes I had left on the kitchen table. She has climbed onto the chair at perfect height to reach the dishes. Tina, get off the table. My attention is forced back to my hands with the knife they were cleaning. I should have seen it coming. I have nicked my finger. With the flappy skin that now protrudes from my finger, I trace back to the kitchen table to retrieve the abandoned plates. I tell Peanut that it's okay, and I love her. I figure what the heck, and I put the plates on the ground for her to lick. I go to the bathroom and put a band-aid on my finger flap. I stare up from my finger and see myself in the reflection of my toothpaste-splattered mirror. I give myself a mini pep talk and head back to the kitchen. I walk back into the kitchen and step right into the blasted saw pile. I don't even care anymore. I walk back to the sink with salt embedded to the bottom of my foot. I see the knife still laying in the sink. I now view it as a weapon of mass destruction. It appears the time spent soaking during my leave of absence has made the dried, dark stuff on the knife come off easily. My efforts have not gone to waste. I finish with the knife and return it to the slot beside the paring knife. The mixing bowl in the sink just needs a quick rinse, thankfully. I place it in the dishwasher. I notice the two plates on the ground from where the hound did her duty, looking as pristine as the day they were brought home. These clean plates seem to be a symbolic entity of a near future of finished work. I place them in the dishwasher and look around at all my hard work. I did it. Operation Clean the Kitchen has concluded. I hear more footsteps coming towards the kitchen. I look toward the door, and then comes the sharp pain that my ears cannot bear. Do you need any help?